Welcome and thanks for tuning in. While you listen to this podcast and think about the topics that we'll explore, remember, the areas you're moving into are always most important. Plan well and move to protect others and yourself. That's how you deliver flawless service and move America safely. So enjoy life and enjoy this podcast. In this episode, you'll hear some recordings that Jason and I captured during our driver appreciation event held at our Marshfield terminal. Here are those recordings. All right, we're here live at the headquarters terminal here in Marshfield, Wisconsin for driver appreciation days. We're here with Roman today. How you doing, Jason? I'm doing okay, Roman. How are you? Well, I'm fine. I'm fine. I'm doing good. Uh, I'm having a good day today, meeting a lot of people. So, so what have you been up to lately, man? Well, since you're not since you're not doing the podcast <laughs> anymore, um, just you know, I had some other things I had to take care of, and uh, obviously my health. Uh, if you remember, I had my knee done, and I'm mm-hmm. still having problems with it. You know, how's so, that going? It sucks. <laughs> it sucks. You know, I mean, uh, I'm one of the few that. I think I'm going to have to, I don't think I'm ever going to be, I know I'll never be 100%, but I was hoping 90%, you know. I think I'm at 65. So no more baseball? No. no. Did, did, did you see me? What's this What's this that I heard about you playing baseball professionally? <laughs> okay, when in my youth, right, <laughs> in my youth, um, I played double A uh, for two and a half seasons. Uh, played with the Chicago Cubs organization. And then I got traded uh, with when they had, like, I don't remember the exact what happened or who it was all involved, but it was a major league trade. And then the farm systems affected me, and I just had to go across the street to the White Sox organization. As a matter of fact, I even show you a picture here. Too bad uh, I can't show everybody else, but I was pretty buff. What position? I was a catcher. Okay. I loved the position. Um, I loved doing what I did. It's my favorite sport. The catcher Um, gets to stay in the back and mess with the batter's mind, right? Well, was there I, a lot of trash talking? Of course. <laughs> <laughs> of course. What 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 wouldn't have been, you know, without without trash talking, but here I am right here. I'll give you a back when I was 24. Holy smokes. Yeah. Jason, you see his light, his eyes just got as big as silver dollars. But, you know, I, I grew up in north side of Chicago, three, three, four blocks north of Wrigley, so obviously I'm a cubby. I think it's not secret so I always was a cubby and when I got when I got to play for the Cubs or I mean I was in heaven you know so I had um, my still got my first paycheck $41 you know for the week (laughs) so so back then if you made like $4,200 a year you were doing good I was like at 35 so yeah but um, two and a half years I played and when I got cut I knew I'd never make it but time of my life you know would you, you look where I'm at now what'd you do uh when you weren't playing ball uh did you another job what were you doing well, I had doing? I had like little part-time jobs you know just to make make ends meet yep. but the the beauty of that organization that four thousand dollars that I made 3,500 whatever um that was my spending money they took care of like my health care they took care of travel they took care of all that so which you know I didn't have to make money to make that you know back then in the you know in the 80s uh, early 90s 
you didn't have to make that much. You know, today now they're making what, 130,000 minimum. You got to factor in inflation. Well, sure, <laughs> but they're making a hell of a lot more than what I made. Oh yeah. So, but no, that was a time of my life. You know, so uh, never forget that. And then, I, I, how I got into trucking, I don't remember. I don't remember. Tell you the truth, I think just one day I decided I'm going to go do that and learn how to drive. And well, now you know the rest of the story. Here I am sure. at rail. Right. You've been an instructor here for how long? It's going on five years. Five Hosted years. the podcast for a little bit. Yeah, yeah. It, um, that was back what two years ago. Yeah. Was it two years? You help ago? us get started. Has yeah. it been that long already? Yeah. Wow. It's, it's been a while. Um, yeah. It was, it's it's been about a year since I even talked on this. So. Yeah. Um, but no, today I'm just going around greeting drivers. Um, uh, Nine o'clock. Uh, Sam Miller. Kylie Nelson, which are, okay, Sam Miller is additional training. He's opposite me. Uh, Kylie Nelson and Janelle Welniak, which are uh, fleet managers, fleet training managers. Uh, we fuel trucks for the drivers, came in at nine o'clock. Um, just going around greeting people today. I got some time off this morning. There's really nothing on my schedule. Thanks, Jason. And, uh, you know, cause I'm so overworked. Um, going around greeting people seeing people you don't normally see so it's kind of nice to see people even though we work together we don't really get to see each other you know sure so, we're working in different areas yeah all so, over the place all i haven't seen you travis in a while so. i don't know we work here but yeah. you're all in the you're all i'm always doing out this. doing i'm in there right? wherever you know yeah yeah i'm it's like crazy jack so i noticed that they didn't talk you into buying a motorcycle and joining <laughs> the sons of arthritis no yet. no i don't have arthritis anymore remember that he took it out <laughs> well, you know so uh yeah, I was just going to say that knee could get but you in, right? I think I'd rather have arthritis, tell you yeah. the truth. No, I'm, I'm not a motorcycle guy. Nah, um, we got we got we got to keep working on you. Well, man. I made a But did you get your did you get your Trans Am? That's that's the Not yet. Oh, uh, the guy's got a guy's got We talked earlier. He's got a goal. He wants to get that uh Smokey and the Bandit yep. Trans Am. Yep, that's what I'm looking for. It's got the Eagle Wing. Is it a wing on it? Is that what am I thinking of? The about? Phoenix? Yeah. Firebird. Firebird? Sorry. It's a Firebird, yeah. And then, uh, yeah, the black Trans Am, get the red shirt, the smoke, you know, the hat, Wrangler jeans, you know, mustache, you know. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> Lose some weight. I cannot <laughs> wait to see that. Uh, I got to get the, well, I got the goal. I got the idea. I got everything working. I just need the permission. <laughs> You're talking from the wife, huh? Yes. So. Uh, it's always the toughest. She so doesn't like them. She does not. She thinks they're ugly as hell. Heck, whatever. Sorry, and but she wants a, a Chevelle. I don't like Chevelles. I'm not paying money for a Chevelle when I could pay money for a Trans Am. See how that works? But no, back to the bikes. I told my children years ago, as long as I'm alive, they don't own one. They don't ever be on one. I just I don't know. I had a bad experience with a motorcycle years. Ago. I didn't get in an accident. You know, I I didn't hurt myself. It's just I just I didn't know what I was doing. So. And I just had a bad experience with it. And I just, I like them. I just don't want one. Not yet. Right on, so right push on. the education of the motorcycle and the techniques and the proper sure. handling. Just like just like driving a commercial vehicle, yeah. right? You know, if you respect it, it respects you, you know? So uh, there's no difference, you know? I don't think you're any more safer on a motorcycle than you are on a, on a CMB. Depends how you operate. Depends how you operate it, right? And who should I talk? I got a UTV, you know? So it's basically... You're on, you know, you're on roads, looking at things. I'm flipping down dirt roads, you know, and narrow, yeah. narrow lanes with trees, you know. So what's the difference? Getting fresh know? air. Yeah. <laughs> we got to get our next guest on. All right. We got to pull these people in. Thank good, you for being here, good Roman. To see you guys Catching again. Up. All right. See you later. Have a good day today. Yes. You too. I'll be, I'll be thanking you guys later. All right.
All right, so we're here with David Scott. David, how you doing? Good, good. Sounds like uh, you may be on Jason's board. You yeah. just got your truck? Just got done yep. with training? Yep, just got done with training. I was off for a little while afterwards and then uh, came back in, did a fresher course, got my truck today. So where are you from? From a little town called Riverdale, Iowa. Iowa? Yeah, right on the Mississippi. Down south of Dubuque or? Oh yeah, way south. Way south. Cool. What brought you to rail? Oh, I worked in a steel mill for 25 years and I needed to get the hell out of there. I had everything done, locked in, and I wanted to finish off my career doing something that I enjoy. So uh, my dad retired a truck driver, so it was kind of something I always knew I was going to get into. So, and then I did a bunch of research on uh, places to get your CDL. And the biggest thing for me coming from my background was safety. That was the strongest thing for me. I had to have a good safety. Because a lot of these companies, their safeties aren't that great. So that's what led me here. It's definitely on the front burner here. That's for sure. It is our cornerstone value. We'll have your back, you know, so you do what you need to do to be safe. Yeah, exactly. That was the big thing. That's why I came to rail. Over, there was like three or four other companies that I had contacted. But so and we got how, nice equipment. We got yeah, a lot of good yeah. stuff going on. Yeah, so exactly. how was the journey so far? You went to this GYCDL, get your CDL school. Yep, I did it right here in Marshfield. Right here in Marshfield. Yep, and it was uh, it was a lot, but it, but it was very informative. Um, there's a lot of information and abilities that you do in three weeks. You know to get ahead of the ball game but uh, it was good and I passed that then I went back home got my CDL four days later I drove to Appleton Wisconsin and I met my driver trainer um, we went out for three weeks and there was a lot of information during that that whole time you know minimum of of, minimum of 19 days <laughs> yeah we were out for well, I had my five solos done in the 19 days, but it took a couple more days to get near a terminal. Yep. And then I did my uh, DSE at Gary. A DSE is a driver skills evaluation. Yep. Yep. I did that with uh, a gentleman there. And then I went home and uh, kind of waited on a truck, but I enjoyed the whole time. So I was off like 10 days. You were just ready to work, right? Yeah. Yeah. Well, I, I mean, you know, I was gone quite a while. You know, so it was nice to get home with the wife and kids and oh yeah, and uh, spend time at home. Then I got out and uh, drove up here last night and got my truck today, and away I go. And then you went through another DSE, like a refresher yep. course kind of thing? I went through a refresher today, um, and it was, you know, just touching up everything they wanted to see you do, your, your hook and unhook, your pile in your lap and everything, and then uh, drive the truck around, make sure you're up to snuff on everything. So, I mean, it was nice. It was real nice. And then uh, Travis mentioned earlier that you're coming to my board. I work with the Phase 3 drivers. Um, after you get your own truck, then you swap fleet managers again. I know that's I know that's something that a lot of people don't really like, but the, the Phase 2 fleet manager has a very specific job. He or she is there to make sure that you meet every requirement with your trainer um, they go through all that and then once you're done with your trainer you're essentially a, a regular driver you're out on your own but you're still going to have a lot of questions right 
and that's that's why they put you with me for a month, month and a half. I'm there to just kind of polish off the rough edges. I spent a long time out on the road. I, I've been most of these places, done most of these things, and I can I can help you out with most of those questions. Phase three is a time where you just you have a little extra time on your loads, and you have a fleet manager with a few less drivers so that he has more time to answer questions. Very so good. that's that's what you're getting into now. I'm looking forward to it. I think uh, I think it's going to go well. With that comment, things must have gone well so far. Oh, very good, very good. Um, all of my uh, training and everything, and all the different exams that I've taken up, I, I don't have a problem with driving is there, the truck is or there, backing the truck or anything like that. I'm, is there one piece of advice you would give to somebody who's thinking about doing this? If you're coming in for your GYCDL, um, the biggest thing in my class, we had some people that didn't make it. Their biggest thing is everybody was worried about the test. Don't worry about the test. Just come in and learn what the instructors are teaching you. Just forget about everything else. They're, they're teaching you how to do the job. Just forget about everything else and listen to what the instructors say. I mean, it, it's a really good program. It really is. I mean, it, they really work very good with me. Uh, first weekend I had off, uh, my instructor came in, or stayed late, worked with me on my backing, and after that I, I was good. You know, so just do due diligence, listen. Don't tell them, let them tell you. There's a lot of people that kind of like to, well, that's not how I do it. Well, this is the railway. Things are done a certain way, and it's the best way. It is the safe way. So. I couldn't come up with a better piece of advice if I tried. <laughs> that, that's the only thing I would have. Yeah, and we've been doing this for a while, so we know what works and what doesn't. Exactly. So. Yeah. All right. Well, uh, I will, hold on one okay. second. One second. I will give you one piece of advice for phase three. Okay. Do your trip planning. Even, even when you when you feel rushed, like oh my god, I got a I got a three o'clock appointment. It's two o'clock. Do the trip planning up at least as far as that appointment, okay? So that you know where you're going, okay? Um, because when you get out there rushing, that's when things happen, okay? Take that extra time. Call me. Say, hey, I need a few more minutes on this appointment. You know what I'm saying? You know, just communicate. That is the big thing. Trip planning and write down them directions, man. Never assume. All right, man. All right, yes. man. Appreciate nice. it. Let's get to the next David. guest. I look nice forward to, meet to you working too. with you. you Thank too. you, David. All right. As we continue, who do we have next? We have a guy named Sam Simpson. I know this guy. He used to work in the office. He was a uh, night night overnight staff there for the I'm sure you guys have gotten his voice on the phone when you called in. But apparently he's changed his role here. Why don't you tell us about it, Sam? Alright, well uh yeah, I switched over to the tarp repair tech for the maintenance team here in Marshfield. Um mainly switched for personal reasons, but just wanted that Monday through Friday life like everybody else had. As you can tell, my desk over there is now like OCD cleaned um, and organized. I love it. Well, enjoy your new role over here, man, and uh, I appreciate you talking to us. Yeah. Yes, sir. Let's get our next person on. Right on. All right, so we got Tim Norland here now, and he is cooking. I the am brats, cooking. the hamburgers. Yeah. Yeah. How you doing? Love to do it. I'm doing well. Doing well. I always look forward to this week of the year you know we appreciate our drivers every week of the year but this is special and 
and uh, you know coming out and cooking burgers and brats and making sure that everybody's taken care of and gets a good meal it's important so right. it's a field trip you get to get out of the office and we get so busy doing what we do our normal day job right and our tasks that we have here at rail so it's nice to just step away and socialize yeah it bit. is it really is yeah. i really think we should take the podcast and follow him i think we should go to conley <laughs> maybe next year yeah yeah definitely <laughs> next all year the terminals set up yeah. absolutely yeah i think yeah. that would be that'd be awesome so I, what is it you do in the office um, well, uh, I lead our driver recruiting efforts, uh, the Driver Employment Center. So uh, all the recruiters and background investigators, processors, uh, yeah, I lead that group. Keeps us busy. I was going to say that's quite a process when you're doing the whole background thing and everything else. That's quite a process. It is. You know, it's so important because uh, we got to make sure that we dot our I's and cross our T's. And obviously, rail, we're, our cornerstone value is safety. So we look at drivers very hard to make sure that they meet you know our requirements for safe driving and, and good employment records uh and no accidents etc so uh, yeah it's very important you can't take your eye off the ball for one minute and then on top of that you go out in the world and spread the word of rail right and make us look good and talk and socialize i, I with do other people i, I in the spread industry. the word you know i'm the i'm one of rick's apostles Yes. Yeah. <laughs> right? <laughs> right? Yes. What a Rick's yeah. Right. So, yeah, I do. Um, you know, I, I do a lot within the industry, and uh, um, I'm often asked to speak, you know, about uh, what's going on at rail and why we've been so successful. And I don't like to give away our secret sauce, but I also like to encourage others, you know, to kind of follow that mold and make sure that it's 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 about safety. Well, the secret sauce is safety. The it's secret do, sauce it's, is smart, safety. It's smart it is. business, right? It is, yeah. Yeah, absolutely it is. But, um, yeah, you know, uh, I've been with Rail a little over six years now, and uh, the one thing that I've, I've really been impressed with is, is the genuineness of all the people at Rail. Everyone cares, and it's, it's apparent that everyone cares about our drivers and the, 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 the work that they do. And, and taking care of the drivers you know we're led by a driver and it shows it really does show rick knows what it's all about and he was out on the road for many years before he came in the office and uh, uh he he remembers he has a he has a, a good memory he remembers what he dealt with when he's out there and he still drives in fact i found out he uh, he was out on the road this weekend <laughs> i didn't even know that Otherwise, we would have had the drone out, Travis, following him. But uh, you got to tell him to keep us updated on these things. <laughs> yeah, right, right, exactly. I, the very first time I met Rick was out on the road. Awesome. Uh, they bought out a company that I worked for. Okay. And they came down to they came down in a truck to talk to one of the customers that they picked up through the sale. So I was I just happened to be there picking up a load there. Well, how better to lead a business than be in the business from top to bottom? Right. All right. right. Side to side is probably a better thing to say. Yeah. Yeah. He's definitely got his finger on the pulse. And, and uh, you know, that's important. Very, very important. Uh, someone that hides in their office all day doesn't have a clue what's going on. But uh, the, he's, he's the interactive, interactive owner that uh, gets in the trenches with the drivers. And, you know, that's where our address-to-address address mileage pay came from. Rick, Rick was like, you know, short route. You're shorting drivers on miles. You know, it's city center to city center, shortest route possible. Even if the driver can't drive that way. Then we moved to practical route miles. 
And uh, I was with another carrier when rail did that back in 2007, and I had some real choice words at the time because that was just a competitive advantage that, that rail had. And, you know, then two, two years ago, we moved to the address to address, and it really makes a difference. But that's all, that's all Rick, taking care of the drivers, making sure that at the end of the day, a driver is whole and is paid for the work that they do. And that's, that's important. Fair. It's yep. Very fair. I came from a mega carrier. I came from a publicly traded company. That is a totally different beast. And that is that is that is a, a factory. It really is. You know, it's it's warm butts and seats holding steering wheels. But then you come to rail and yeah, we've got a couple thousand trucks. But boy, talk about a homey atmosphere. I mean you feel like family here. Yeah, um, that was that was my big thing. I worked yeah. for a big company while they had good equipment. It, it was not a it was not a great experience <laughs> right and then I worked for a small company and I really liked that whole family atmosphere and then when rail took over I thought oh man now I'm gonna have to go find another job but I don't have to because it's a family atmosphere here it really so. is yeah it is nice I love how we speak to our drivers and call them by their name rather than by their driver code or their truck number you know that that speaks volumes Oftentimes our recruiters get asked that, you know, hey, how, how will my fleet manager refer to me? Well, what do you mean? Well, are they going to call me by my name or by my truck number or, or what? No, we, we know you by your name. And that, that means a lot to drivers. So. Yeah, they're people like us. Yep. Yeah, no reason to call them a number. That's right. Yep. Yeah. All right, Tim, we got to right. get our I'm next going back on. to yes. cooking more get burgers. back to cooking. All right, see ya. Thank you. All right, next we have... Brandon Erickson, Fleet Operations Manager. Yep. What group? Uh, the Refrigerated Division. Okay. I you... cannot believe you got this guy to come over here and talk to you, Travis. How you doing, Brandon? <laughs> I'm good. How are you guys doing? <laughs> yeah. So uh, what, explain to people what you do uh, here at Rail. Uh, well, I've been at Rail for about 15 years. I uh, started as a Fleet Manager. Uh, right now, I'm a Fleet Operations Manager. Uh, so what that entails is basically uh, working with our Fleet Management team, uh, specifically in the refrigerated group, just to uh, you know, help support them and keep our drivers successful. Getting them what they need when they need it, right? Absolutely. So working, you know, whether it's getting miles, uh, working on personal issues, or drivers need to get home, things changing, uh, help coaching and developing our fleet managers to you know, provide the best you know, guidance for our drivers we can. I have seen you bend over backwards to help drivers out and, and fleet managers, so I mean props to you man i appreciate it so yeah that's that's part of the job we're here to you know make our drivers successful we depend on them you know anybody in the office isn't making money we're not generating revenue and so we we depend on our drivers to be successful um so anything i can do to help support that keeps us all uh moving keeps us in business when i was when i was out on the road and my appendix decided that it wanted to leave the chat room <laughs> you you were a giant giant comfort and help man i cannot thank you enough Good. you were the liaison between you know work and you know letting my wife know what was going on and all this kind of stuff and and you helped me out a lot so i could i i'm just personally saying thank you well that. you're very welcome so anything you want to say to drivers listening out there for driver appreciation week uh, i would just say thank you you guys have a an immensely challenging hard job that I, I'm never afraid to say that there's no way I will drive a truck. Like I, I give you guys too much credit because I, I could never do it, and I'm not a, ashamed in any sense to say it's too much. So um, just keep doing the, the hard work, and you know, 
you guys ever need help or you need guidance, anything you can do, just give us a shout. We're always here to help 24-7. Nice. Right on. Well, thanks for talking to us, Brandon. Yep, we got to get our next guest on. Have a good one. Thanks, Brandon. Next, we have Ed Akala, and he is the vice president of our logistics group, right? Correct. To break it down, a logistics logistics company, logistics group, what is that? So basically, <laughs> to simplify it, I guess, we, we buy and sell transportation. So we do a lot of marketing with customers, and typically the, mar- the customers that we target are a little bit smaller than the core customers that rail transport would deal with. And uh, we, we, we actually provide a lot of freight to rail transport, as well as some contracted carriers that supplies with ex- excess capacity. Uh, that also gives us the opportunity, if we're overbooked in some different markets for transport, we can hire other carriers to, to supplement our capacity, and it actually makes our fleet um, larger, or, or we can handle more freight than we could with just our own trucks. So basically, it's a broker company. Correct. And this yeah. is like the spot market we're talking, right? Some of it's spot. We, we certainly play in the spot market. We do have contracted rates. We actually have outsourced uh, customers where we handle the vast majority of all their transportation needs. So we kind of run the gamut depending on the specific customer's needs. Okay. Yeah. What about Ed? Uh, married kids? <laughs> yep. I, uh, I am married. My wife and I just celebrated our 25th anniversary. We have three kids. Uh, the first one graduated from college this spring, and I have a senior and a junior in college to follow them up quickly. So, yeah, we're uh, definitely things changing around the household quickly. Yeah. So they're all moving out then, huh? They're all moved out and we're officially empty nesting. What so, are you going to uh, do, man? <laughs> uh, we've actually found a lot of things to do. We keep very busy. I, I think we're almost busier now that the kids are gone. <laughs> that, that doesn't seem possible, but um, the two of them are in Michigan. One's in Indiana right now. So we, we uh, make frequent trips there probably two, three times a year at least. So, so you took that momentum of when <laughs> the kids were there, and then you kept that going onto other things. Absolutely. Nice. Absolutely. Need to need to stay busy. So that's the way we enjoy it. So. Yeah. I'm in that same boat. Both of my kids have moved out now, and I, I, I don't. Sometimes I don't know what to do with all the free time. <laughs> boat? You like to boat? I'm, the, I'm on the and boat bike. a lot, and the and motorcycle. Bike, a yeah, lot. I was gonna say I've yeah. seen you on the bike before, so definitely spend some time on that. Oh yeah, oh yeah. Yeah. Ed, was, anything you want to say to all our drivers that are listening for Driver Appreciation Week? Well, ab- absolutely. I, you know, our, our company is, is absolutely dependent on, on the hard work that our drivers do every day, day in and day out. We can't thank them enough. Um, we wouldn't have a company without the, the dedicated driving force that we have right now. And I think everybody probably agrees that it's, it's an honor to be able to say thank you for being part of Team Rail. Yeah, and we wouldn't have stuff in the stores if we didn't have drivers. Absolutely. There's a lot that we rely on them for. Yep. So hopefully over the last few years, the the drivers have gotten a greater appreciation from the general public. And I I hope that they feel that um, with all the challenges that they've uh, dealt with over the pandemic. So that's uh, really brought some highlight to our industry. And it's nice when I talk to customers and, and when we have rail drivers going into their facilities overwhelmingly, um, we get to hear how professional our drivers are and how well they are representing rail out in, uh, out in front of our customers every day. So thanks again. Yeah, and our drivers get to make a good living doing that stuff. Absolutely. Nice. All right, we got to get to our next guest. Thank you for being here. You bet. Bye. All right, next we have Julie Schooley. She does. She manages our social media here with Lucas, right? You and Lucas kind of make sure that's all going good? Yep, we keep control of the TikTok, Instagram, Facebook, all that fun stuff. Nice. And we're here 
appreciating drivers. Yes, yes, and it's great to always see like some of the office staff come out and get to know some of our drivers a little better. I try to encourage everybody when I was walking through the office before I came out here, like, come on out, say thank you. So yeah, what's going on right now at Rail for social social stuff? I know United Way's coming up. Yep, we have United Way coming up um, in October, and right now we're running um, a video contest of why I got my CDL, and I know we'll just keep video contests coming um, as the year goes on, I usually every I couple months. I enjoy those a lot. Yeah, yeah. straight from I do too. homemade, kind of grassroots stuff. Yeah, and I know like our food one, like everybody loved seeing what the drivers did on the road. I know I did because... I would probably be the one stopping at a quick trip or <laughs> something all the time to eat. So it's nice to see what they do in their trucks. It's Andy. amazing some of the stuff they do in the truck. Oh my goodness, I agree. It was fun to see. Like I don't even make that stuff in my house, let alone yeah. like in a little truck. <laughs> I don't. I don't. I don't remember what it was. One of my drivers, I called her and she was making chicken tetrazzini or something. <laughs> some something like. I don't remember what it was, but it was something that I I just, my mind went blank. I'm like, how are you doing that in the truck? <laughs> there are no limits, really. Right. You can do in a truck what you can do at home. And yeah. that's what I like about those videos is you can give people ideas. People can get ideas from them. Yeah, and they have like the microwave, air fryer, like, and something else with it too, I think. And you can do so much with that stuff. Aren't we I giving away one of those in a contest? I do believe that Tiana in the, the wellness, wellness yeah. is giving away a microwave air fryer combo. Maybe more than one, I'm not sure. But she's got some good prizes going. Now this video contest, tell us more about how drivers can get involved in it. Yep, so whenever we run a video contest, it's just a matter of... It doesn't even have to be a long video. like a. 30 second video is fine um, and like this time it's why I got my CDL just telling us why and then uploading it to Instagram, Facebook, TikTok, wherever your social media is and then either tagging us using the hashtag and usually sending me an email or a text just saying that it's out there so that I know and I can look for it um, so we give you credit for it. And if you have any questions, listeners? Yep, you can email me, julie.schooly at rail.jobs, or text me, uh, or call me on my <laughs> cell phone, 715-660-1098. Spell out Julie Schooly. I'm sorry? Spell out Julie Schooly. J-U-L-I-E dot S-C-H-O-O-L-E-Y at rail.jobs. Nice. Yeah, it's get in touch with just Julie. like it sounds, man. It's not even complicated. Well, I don't know. I just <laughs> wanted it in case I needed it. Who, and who can forget Julie Schooley? I just, I don't know. It's like uh, uh, the wedding singer. Yep, Julia Gulia. <laughs> nice. All right, yeah. Uh, anything, you want to say anything to our listeners right now? Drivers listening out there? I just want to say thank you to all of our drivers. Of course, we couldn't, we wouldn't be here without you guys. And we just want you to know that we're always thankful for everything you do for us here. Right on. Thank you. All right, thanks for being here. All right. Yeah. Uh, who do we have with us? Liberty. Just went through GYCDL, or you're in GYCDL in, right now? Yeah, week two. How's it going? Good, how are you? Good. Yeah. You, you appear to be a little nervous. Definitely. Don't be nervous. <laughs> there's, there's no reason to be nervous. We're just having a conversation. So what did you do before trucking? Uh, I was a restaurant manager. Okay. Um, so that was about... I was managing for three years. I'd worked there for five. Um, did... Uh, Worked at a car shop for a little bit, worked at a couple other restaurants, but 
What kind of a car shop? BMW, vintage, specialty. Nice. So what did you do there? Uh, so I was mostly dealing with customers. Um, so pretty much everything I've done is customer service. And which fleet are you going to be going on? Uh, so I'm going to be driving re refrigerated trucks. Really? Uh, yeah, and it's going to be national. So nice. Well, I will probably get to know you quite well in the near future because I am a phase three fleet manager. So okay. after, after you get through with all your training and stuff, uh, you, you'll be out with a trainer and talking to a phase two fleet manager while you're doing that, learning everything that you need to know, all that good stuff. And then when you get your own truck and go solo, then you get moved over to a phase three fleet manager. And I work with the reefer drivers, the national team, and some of the locals. Okay, so I'll be talking to you a lot. So yeah. you will probably be talking to me a lot in the near future, you yeah. What was it about rail that got your attention and what brought you here? Uh, they have a good program for starting out because um, right out the gate you get to start on over the road, uh, which is kind of what I wanted. A lot of other places they'll start you driving, but they want you to have a year of over the road experience before you start doing that for them. So this way I can get the experience that I want, mostly. Um, you guys have a good reputation as far as your school goes. And uh, every, everything that you were told, did it line up with what you're experiencing so far? I mean, I've only been here two weeks, but for now, yeah. Yeah. Um, I mean, that's the a, trainers quite a are bit. very hard on you, but in a good and helpful way. So. Well, um, welcome aboard. Yeah. I hope you're, hope the rest of your training goes well, and it was nice to meet you. Thank you. you yes, well. take care. Appreciate it. All right. Next, we have Marcus Porsche. And he is going through the GYCDL program right now? Yes, sir. How you doing? Oh, I'm doing fine. How's the program going? I'm learning learning something new every day. And uh, hopefully I'll, I'll be prepared to get my CDLs. I'm, I'm, I'm in my second week, so I'm feeling good about it. It's a whole different lifestyle. That is, that is what I've found is the hardest part for some people making the transition. Because, you know, they've been doing a regular job home every weekend or home every night even you know and now it's it's not going to be like that no it's 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 hard on families sometimes do you have a family at home? yeah i got a wife and two daughters yeah so what are their thoughts on this well um i really i mean i talked to my wife about it but my daughters are real young i um i was just funny my wife i you know we like to pay the bills on time so I, this would be a really good job to do that and she, you know, she she just uh, wants me to be there to, to help raise the kids, and which I will be. But you know, being gone two and a half weeks, uh, I mean, it, it seems like a long time, but it, you're doing something you like, so I mean, it's going to make time go by faster. It is, and and I was there in that situation. I raised up two kids all through. I was out on the road the whole time. The, the important thing is that you keep up the communication. Modern technology is wonderful. You can FaceTime and, and see them and talk to them every night, and it's very important to do that. Um, and then when you get home, that, that quality time at home, that is the most important thing to a truck driver. I'm, yeah. I'm here to tell you, man. Well, fantastic, man. Yeah, thanks for being here. Thanks for coming on this Express podcast. Thank you guys for uh, choosing me. Yeah. Take care and uh, get that CDL and keep moving through. and Come see us again after you've been out driving for a while. Yeah. Okay. Okay, I will. We're yeah. here in Marshfield. We do full-length podcasts out of the office over there. And I'd love to, love, to, love to hear from you after you progress down the road a ways. Okay. 
And I'm and I'm sure I'll be getting to know you too if you're going to be a reefer driver because that's my job. I'm the fleet manager for the phase three. So. Oh yeah. Okay. Yeah. I'll be <laughs> you. Nice. It'll yeah. be either it'll be either me or Kylene that uh, you'll be working with. So. Next we have Shannon. Are you in the GYCDL program? Yes, I am. It's like my. Um, it's like the second week, second day of the second week. How's it going? It's going, it's interesting. You know, I'm learning a lot of stuff. It's, it's all right. Everything line up with what you were told before you came in? Yeah, it's all, it's all right. It's all Getting right. the hang of it? Um, it's not as easy as I thought it was going to be. You know, uh, it seems to be the consensus. Yeah, it's not a, yeah, it's it is not, not easy. easy. No. But you know, it's going forward, it's, <laughs> you know, it's simply, going, simply put it, going forward is, it's okay. You know, um, give or take with the traffic that you have to deal with, because you know a lot of people in smaller cars they don't realize um, how much you know stuff you got going on moving a big trailer like this, 53 footer, sometimes even larger. You know, but um, yeah, and then I'm assuming the challenging part for you is the backing. Then I, I think that's for everybody. Mm -hmm. You know, um, I think it'll make it a bit easier for the um, backing up concept. So you do it in a smaller vehicle, and then and you work your to, way up. Yeah, and work your <laughs> way up, you know. But uh, we'll see. Yeah, you know, we'll see. Why rail? Why rail? Um, well, I did like a comparison with um, other companies, and then I looked at like their ratings and what people had to say as far as like how they treat the customers. Um, and then, like, also my favorite color is red. <laughs> and then all the real trucks that I see, they always look clean. So, you know, they look Looking clean. Good. They look new. They look newer. You know, and they real actually had a good uh, representation on, on safety because that's a major thing. I didn't want to get with um, a company that's not safe, you know, especially driving an 18-wheeler. It could be challenging. So I wanted to try to be safe as possible doing it for the first time. Safety, yeah. safety is yeah. our cornerstone value, man, and uh, we will back you up every single time. The Safeway is the railway. Yeah, that's that's one of the things that caught me. I was like, okay. Then I looked at, okay, what is this safety thing they talking about? They had like um, an extended amount of time with like low um, safety uh, violations and that type of stuff, and then they had the to get you know CD to get your CDL program, so I thought that was interesting. On the job, paid training. What yeah. did you do before that? Actually, I worked for Customs and Border Patrol, <laughs> CBP, down in South Texas. Really? On the border. Yeah. That's yeah. Awesome. That sounds like an interesting job. Yeah, it was. It was quite interesting. Huh. It was quite interesting. You know, we got. Um, but I'm not there anymore because you know I was kind of like centralized in that location and. I did eight years in the military, so I've been used to traveling and moving around, so I figured I'd, I'd try this. And then on top of this excellent administration that we got, they uh, freezed up the funds on a lot of federal stuff. So, you know, got our borders wide open, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> well, you, know, you mentioned military, so mm -hmm. first things first, thank you for your service. Oh, you're welcome. No problem. I, I, I served a bit myself. What branch were you in? In the Army. I was a uh, 88 Mike, but they uh, had me uh, trained as a 77 Fox as well. I hauled fuel. So. Okay, so you are, are you, you're familiar with driving the trucks and deucing halves and stuff I like spent that. 30, 30 years driving over the road before I came to work here in the office. Yeah. Nice, nice, nice. Yeah, I was 
I was, my first MOS was 11 Charlie, Mortarman, infantry of course. And then um, my first deployment, they reclassified us out of Fort Dix, New Jersey to be MPs. How fun, you know. Never thought I'd be a police officer, but you know. I went, to, I I went to basic in Fort Dix. Oh man, super cold, <laughs> freezing. They had it. Well, I went in the summer. It was plenty warm. No, they they had us out on the beach, running in the sand. It was awful. Uh, yeah, <laughs> exactly. Yeah, you know, you get you get pretty conditioned up. You yeah. know, on those deployments and training and you know stuff like that. But I ETS. I've been out since 2009. You know, just kind of taking it easy. You know, getting back in the swing of things. Um, yeah, and I figured, you know what, it's been a while since I've been moving around, been kind of stationary, so I figured I'd try um, Midwest region, of course, being from Ohio, and then I'll see see from there, you know, if I go national or whatever. So you're going to be a Midwest regional, but what, what fleet are you going to be hauling? A dry van, a reefer, a uh, flatbed? Re- reefer and dry van okay. between the two, but now they got me for a uh, reefer. We got yeah. a lot of reefer drivers. Getting a lot through. of reefer drivers this week, aren't we? <laughs> Jason might be getting to know you a little better in the future. Uh, all right. Because he uh, I work with the I work area. with the brand new reefer drivers. Oh, okay. So. What what area? I'm a phase three fleet manager. When you first get your truck and go solo, mm-hmm. you'll be working with me for me or Kyleen for a month and a half. Okay. We polish up all the rough edges, and then we move you over to your permanent fleet manager after that. Nice. Um, as far as what area, if you're referring to geographical, we mm. do the whole country. Oh, you do? Okay. So I, we, we might run into each other. We will run into oh, each yeah, other. Oh, yeah. More than likely. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. Well, thanks for stopping in here. Thanks Thank for you. being here and us showing our appreciation. The no people problem. who support you guys, you know, the drivers out there. Yes. Yeah. Thank you so much. I yeah. appreciate it, man. You guys uh, enjoy the rest of your day. I'm going to get back out here and see what else I can learn. You nice. Bet, man. Right. Take care, man. Look forward to working with you. Good meeting you, Shannon. Right. Good meeting you, too. All right. Thank you. Yes. All right. Next, we have John Zaratka. You're a. F- what is your position here? I know you fabricate to cu- custom fabricate fabrication. Welder, technician. Yeah. Yeah. How you doing? Good. Just what? just had your lunch for driver appreciation days. I did. It was delicious. And you definitely do your part to show your appreciation for drivers with the I work do. you do here. I, I understand that without them, none of us get a paycheck. We haul goods at Build America. Yeah. How long have you been here? Uh, I've been here 36 years, eight months and change. Holy so, smoke. A few years. Yeah. Yeah. So. Must be treating you okay, I guess, huh? Yeah. Clearly. <laughs> <laughs> clearly, I think they're doing something right. Cause and your wife works here, too. She does. Yeah. Uh, she she works in payroll. She she uh, does owner-operator payroll. And she just did uh, celebrated her 25th anniversary, so. So did you get her in here? Did you convince her to come work here? No, actually, uh, she did that on her own. <laughs> so it so, just worked out. Yeah. Yep. Nice. So, so yeah, together we got, you know, we're pushing what sixty years. Keeping drivers so, paid and keeping their equipment looking good and working good. Yeah. Yep. That's what it's all about. Nice. Yep. Keep the drivers happy and and rolling. You want to say anything to all the drivers out there listening right now? Uh, thank you for doing what you do. Uh, it takes a special kind of person to be a driver. Uh, I, I wouldn't be able to do it. My, I know that. Just to, to be away from home, you know, the sacrifices they made, they make, and uh, 
just having to sit at customers and wait and not knowing where your next load's coming from and when you're gonna when you're gonna get home next and it's a tremendous sacrifice yeah that's well i think we do a pretty good job at keeping drivers updated on all that stuff and moving and getting them home yeah yep i i think so but but still there's always the, oh yeah the one-offs it's very unpredictable caught in bad weather and there you sit for you know but uh, a lot of variables that's for sure but then again you, you get to see the country too so yeah at a at 60 miles an hour <laughs> you don't you don't have time to stop and see the cool stuff well, until which, you got to stop which is which is literally why I went on a motorcycle ride a couple years ago for years all these places I've been driving by cuz they don't have truck parking uh-huh. I stopped and stopped and looked at all of them so yeah nice yeah what else, what do you like to do when you're not working work I'm kind of a workaholic <laughs> so just work uh, your own work uh, so my own work I like to I like woodworking uh, so a few years ago I built a I built myself a sawmill so I cut my own lumber uh, so I so I do that I cut lumber and make stuff out of it dressers furniture benches well, that's a special skill in itself stuff right there like that so yeah. I get enough metal working here so change change it up at home a little bit nice so. yeah so well, thanks it keeps for me, keeps me busy thanks for being here at rail and doing what you do thanks for joining us here this oh, express podcast yeah so okay. all right thank you very much take care okay. all right that's what we recorded during the driver appreciation event in marshfield i hope you enjoyed listening to the conversations stay tuned for more episodes and remember to drive the railway thanks for listening